Hey, Disney fans, looking for the latest Disney news? And interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars? Have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Courtney from Disney Parks Blog. I'm Jeffrey from D23. And I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And together we are taking you Inside Disney. Hello, hello. Hello. We sound like the Bobsy twins. You do. <laughs> In a lovely, magical way. Or the Dapper Dans, but not on key. Not on key. <laughs> because <yeah>. of me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, it's good to see you guys. What have you been up to? Well, I got to participate in a little Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month media visit at Walt Disney World. Ooh. Oh, cool. Yeah, very cool. We spent some time in the Japanese Garden in Epcot. I had never been back there, which is really, really cool. I love that up there. Yeah. And just got to have some amazing food. I <gasps> Go on. just realized that I'm a super Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Menu fanatic. So. <laughs> do you have a favorite was there something you loved bao buns Ooh. thai tea <sighs> gosh like mm. anything with shrimp and ahi tuna and sushi and all the things so yeah sign me up yum yep. that sounds great <laughs> sherry i have been on a dance mom's kick you guys oh. did you know dance moms is streaming on disney plus because i sure didn't what <laughs> i'm on it this weekend wow I have no idea it is so dramatic these kids are so talented and their moms are a lot they're a lot <laughs> but wow i am addicted i binged more episodes than i'm willing to admit but yeah if you didn't know that it's on disney plus check it out it's it is great <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. fantastic. Well, speaking of Disney Plus, the queen of Disney Plus, among others, is coming up on the show. We have a full cavalcade of guests. <laughs> it is uh, <clears throat> my last episode as a co-host of the show. So we brought on some friends of the pod from a Disney legend and the queen of Disney Plus to the voices of Ahsoka Tano and Mickey Mouse and more. We have a lot of people, and there's addition on things like Screaming on Coasters, the harshest <laughs> D23 masquerade judge, which was very surprising, and yes, of course, Chicken Tenders. <laughs> I mean, of course, it's always about the tenders. It's always about the tenders. All roads lead to the tenders. Cavalcade is the best word to describe what is coming up. Like, <laughs> this is an unreal show. <laughs> Courtney was unfortunately busy and not able to join us. So it is a Jeffrey Sherry extravaganza, but yes. <laughs> oh, I actually saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 this week. I loved it. I went with our pals, Danny and Ellington, and so much love. I thought it was a really like funny, moving, exciting, a perfect way to end this trilogy. So, so Aww. great. And a couple of twists I didn't see coming. Perfect Ooh. way to end this trilogy, but a perfect way to start... The show, because our first piece of news is all about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It had a massive opening weekend, topping the global box office with $289.3 million. This is wow. the highest IMAX global opening of the year and the highest IMAX debut of the franchise. And <laughs> the 
film is now the 32nd consecutive Marvel Cinematic Universe film to debut at number one at the domestic box office. And (laughs) I know MCU titles now account for six of the 12 movies that have opened to 100 million plus dollars since the start of the pandemic era. So huge congrats to the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 team. So cool. Mm. So cool. Mm-hmm. I'm on it. I'm going right after Dance Moms. I'm going to see Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of milestones, The Lion King celebrated its 10,000th performance on Broadway. What? Wow. Can you believe that? 10,000 performances. It was actually achieved on May 6th, coming fresh off the show's celebration of its 25th anniversary. Mm. The Broadway production opened on November 13th, 1997. And has played through four New York City mayoral administrations, five presidential administrations, and 11 Olympics. Wow. Wow. It's a lot. Wow. That's a lot. (laughs) You know what else is a lot? D23 member events. They have a lot of member events coming out. So there are some events that we already knew were going to be coming. The X-Men Hellfire Gala that's taking place during San Diego Comic-Con. There's a Mulan 25th anniversary screening, but they just announced a whole fleet of fun. There's going to be a special D23 gold member opportunity for Rogers the Musical opening this summer at Disney California Adventure. The D23 Black Flame Ball celebrating 30 years of Hocus Pocus is back. Well, the, the Flame Ball is back. It wasn't 30 years last year. It's 30 years this year. 25 years of Halloween Town, a massive event there that's going to be taking place in St. Helens, Oregon. The Sleepy Hollow International Film Festival. There's an event happening there. Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, 30th anniversary. So a lot of awesome, incredible, fun things coming from D23. You can check it all out at D23.com. Well, there's a lot happening at Walt Disney World too, y'all. So I am super excited to share that major, major updates to the Disney Dining Plan and Parks Reservation System have been announced for Walt Disney World. All right, so I'm going to have to number this because this is a lot. Ready? All right. (laughs) All right. Number one, starting with park visits on January 9th, theme park reservations will no longer be required for date-based tickets. Mm. Yes. Number two, good-to-go days have been announced for annual pass holders and cast members, which means there's going to be select days on which annual pass holders and cast members can visit Walt Disney World without a park reservation. Oh, Ah, number three, Disney dining plans will be coming back as an option for those staying at a Disney resort hotel as long as they purchase a vacation package starting with stays starting on January 9th as well. Mm. Uh Lots to look forward to in January. (laughs) Yeah. Number four, for those planning to stay at a Walt Disney World Resort Hotel, Early theme park visits through 2024 will continue across all four theme parks. And for those at deluxe resorts and deluxe villas, extended evening hours on select dates and select parts through 2024 will continue. And finally, number five, more information will be coming soon that will actually simplify the Disney Genie Plus and individual Lightning Lane experience. So I know that was a lot. I know that was a mouthful. But for more information, guess what? What? What, Courtney? What could it be? Yes. Head to the Disney Parks blog for more information and a very cool, easy to read graphic, which breaks down all of these announcements. Wow. Well, 
something else I learned about at the Parks blog, and y'all know I love me a Disney cruise, and I have not been on the Disney Magic for a hot moment, so... Oh, I, mean, I thought you were just going to end it there that you haven't been on the Disney Magic. I was like, wait, Jeffrey, there's, no, no, no. there's a ship you've never been on. What? No, no, no. Oh, oh no. my gosh, oh, my no. mind was blown. Okay, heart dropped I, for a sec. Now we're good. Oh, no. <laughs> I love the Disney Magic. It's one of the original shit. I mean, I, so uh, anyway, it just came out of Dry Dock and there are two amazing experiences that guests can now enjoy. One is an Encanto celebration where guests can meet and take photos with Mirabelle and Bruno. Wow. We're making their Disney Cruise Line debut. There's also going to be a sing-along. And of course, during the show, guests can experience a selection of local Colombian beers, cocktails, and sodas, along with some mocktails for the little ones and the non-cocktailing folk. And the brand new Soul Cat Lounge, which is designed to look like Joe Gardner's favorite music spot from Soul, the Half Note Lounge. Oh, cool. That has that just fine. opened. It's the lounge that's sort of just in front of the Tangled themed restaurant. It looks beautiful. The photos are fantastic. And uh, I love all of the details. It it really elevates it. It's similar to how the Princess and the Frog themed lounge was added to the Wonder, which I just got to see when I was sailing on that. They do such an incredible job. I cannot wait to sail and see it. There were a whole bunch of other new updates that happened during the refurbishment. So you can head over to Parks Blog and read more about that. Ah, well, put your paws together because <laughs> Pupstruction is coming to Disney Channel on June 14th. Mm -hmm. That's something to bark about. <laughs> Woof. Uh, sorry. Okay, this is a music filled animated series that will premiere as a simulcast on Disney Channel and Disney Junior, and an initial batch of episodes is going to premiere the same day on on demand platforms and on Disney Plus. So, Pupstruction is everywhere. Okay, so here's what we've got here. This centers on crew leader Finney, who's an innovative young corgi who dreams up some of the biggest and wildest ideas to help his town, which is called Petsburg. Mm. Other members of Pupstruction are Luna, a comically spontaneous sheepdog, Roxy, a can-do Rottweiler, and Tank, a lovable snack-obsessed Mastiff. I think if we were to assign ourselves to these characters, I think I'd be Tank, maybe. And <laughs> I just, I'm just going to throw Snack that up there. <laughs> Snack obsessed. <laughs> I think Jeffrey, you're maybe Finny and Courtney. I think you're Roxy. I can do Okay, Rottweiler. I'll take it. <laughs> oh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Joining the previously announced voice cast that includes friend of the pod, Yvette Nicole Brown. Hint, hint. And friend of the pod, Bobby Moynihan, are Todrick Hall, Gabriel Iglesias, and Nate Torrance. And the series has already been picked up for season two. So yay, wow. go pups. From marvelous dogs to Marvel, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is going to have its broadcast debut later this month on ABC, Freeform, and FX. So the broadcast TV debut is on May 25th on ABC as part of its The Wonderful World of Disney lineup. And then if you didn't catch it, then the film will air eight more times wow. on FX and Freeform between May 28th and June 22nd. And you can head to abc.com for all the showtimes. Awesome. So I was super excited to hear about the new season of Dancing with the Stars is going to be simulcast on both Disney Plus and ABC. Oh. After airing one season exclusively on just Disney Plus, Dancing with the Stars is returning to ABC season 32, y'all, this fall. Wow. 
The reality competition show will make history as the first series to simulcast across both ABC and Disney Plus and will be available the next day on Hulu. Also changing this season is the hosting lineup. So this year we've got Julianne Huff and Alfonso Ribeiro hosting. Nice, nice. Friend of the pod. That's true. Friend of the pod. So many friends (laughs) of the pod. That's true. We have not talked about this show before, but I've been reading a lot about it. Coming to Hulu is Drag Me to Dinner, which it just looks hilarious. It is about two teams of successful drag queens going head to head to throw the most fabulous, awe-inspiring, and dragtastical dinner parties of all time. I just can't even. It just sounds too amazing and over the top. (laughs) Neil Patrick Harris, as we know, is a massive Disney fan. He is one of the judges. He also is executive producing the show with his husband, David Burtka. Drag superstar Bianca Del Rio is one of the judges, too, and has not been on the pod, but definitely a friend of the pod, though not on the pod. The delightful Nina West is one of the participating drag queens. So cannot wait to watch that on Hulu starting May 31st. But you know what we're going to watch before that? What's that, Jeffrey? We're going to watch five fantastic things to watch this weekend presented by State Farm. For complete details and listings, visit d23.com. And remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jeffrey, what's up first? Well, new to the library on Disney Plus on Friday, May 12th is Venom starring Tom Hardy, part of the Spider-Man universe. So tune into that. And a new episode of The Ghost and Molly McGee will air on Saturday, May 13th on Disney Channel and Disney XD. On this one, Scratch invites real ghosts to a Halloween haunted house to amp up the fun, but things spiral out of control when the chins and horde of frightmares show up. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Well, also on Saturday, you can tune in to the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen at 8.30 p.m. on FXM, and that's starring the fantastic Sean Connery, who leads this cast that is uh, made up of uh, extraordinary figures from great adventure literature who all team up. And on Sunday, we've got Brave airing on Freeform. Uh, if you had the chance to change your fate, would you? Oh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Well, if you want more of that, if you want some fabulous hair, a beastly curse, some chaos, and Pixar magic, check it out. (laughs) And then that night, we can close it out with a brand new episode of Bunked. This is on Sunday, May 14th at 9 p.m. Winnie is accused of causing a stampede. And Noah asks Parker and Megan to help him choose his next acting role. Bill gets Mm. most changed in this camp yearbook and spirals Hmm. okay on to our guest or guests as it were sherry Hmm? in honor of my last show i thought it would be fun to bring some friends of the pod who just happen to also be my friends together to either have what will be a scintillating conversation about disney favorites and disney fun and memories and stuff or it will be something that only my mother and I will ever be interested in listening to. So, <laughs> or both. <laughs> oh, there you go. Two folks in the Zoom now, people are going to be coming and going. So, we'll try it for those of you listening, we'll try to keep it clear who's where, when. But joining Sherry and I are two of my very, very favorite people in the world. We know her as the queen of Disney Plus because she has been in so much 
so much <laughs> lady in the tramp big shot disenchanted muppets haunted mansion more things than i could ever name lego star wars summer vacation oh thank you <laughs> thank you sorry i i didn't memorize her resume clearly well <laughs> enough the fabulous yvette nicole brown and Yay! incredible artist designer and voice of mickey mouse Woo! brett iwin so much smaller it's easier to memorize <laughs> well yeah i got nothing there <laughs> but, thank you guys so much for joining us today yes i feel like both of you we've chatted with you so much on the show that you're like you're our unofficial co-hosts so brett and yvette take it away <laughs> we've got a great show lined up you guys great show so honored to be here with you all absolutely what's super fun is that we've been able to share some of our video episodes with both of you as well because Yvette I mean when you joined us for Rise of the Resistance oh Ooh, my goodness that day and Brett Walt Disney World 50th show yep baking in the sun in Florida it's always a great place for this bald head to be <laughs> um, is this going to be on camera at all or is this all it is what? all audio and i went and put on a lip for y'all <laughs> we do sometimes use video clips so we can save some of the video too get a clip just... i can confirm for the people listening your lips look great they look shiny and new shiny like just like a brand new day they do exactly gorgeous <laughs> and the hair is very on point she also yvette is also wearing an adorable mickey mouse hoodie which just seems very appropriate for our other first guest brent yes i was gonna say i'm very appreciative that this is not on camera because truth be told i just finished a run came inside threw on a hoodie and sat down and was like i hope i look okay i wasn't sure it if there's like good. two stains on it or yeah. something yeah and they're so. missing your ice blue eyes. Oh, uh, true. Great set of peepers on that one, guys. <laughs> Absolutely adorable. A wonderful voice and wonderful eyes. <laughs> <laughs> My list is getting longer the longer it's I true. get. So thank you. <laughs> My IMDb is getting a few new little notations. We're updating it as we speak. Thank you. <laughs> Do you guys remember those moments? Because I feel like you're all always busy doing interviews and stuff. But I mean, Yvette, I guess technically you were just down there for resistance that day. Yeah. I mean, the first time I joined you guys was in studio oh. on the studio lot. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. You guys were fairly new back then. And I remember we were thinking that was, yeah. I had done a lot of podcasts, but never like an official Disney company one. And I walked away really impressed. Oh, Aww. I'm glad to hear it. Look who joined us, guys! Oh, no. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, voice of Ahsoka Tano in the fabulous animated Star Wars series and the founder of her universe, the delightful, another one of our unofficial co-hosts, Ashley Eckstein. Ash. Hello! I will always be your Alice, Yvette. Uh, we were talking about filming some of the video episodes and I mean, Ashley definitely won the lottery in my mind because she got to go with us on the Disney Wish episode because Ooh. Sherry wasn't able to be there for that. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, Sherry, I am so sorry you didn't get to go, but thank you. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> you. Going on a vacation so I could fill your spot. How long did you guys tour? How long did you guys go on the cruise? Three days? Three days. I'm so jealous. Oh, yeah. I was living vicariously through you. So Ashley, I'm happy you were able to fill in. I feel like now you left big shoes for me to fill coming back. <laughs> Ashley, do you have a favorite memory from The Wish? Oh, I do. All the food. 
<laughs> oh. the food i mean of course jeffrey you you know gave us a plate full of chicken tenders mm -hmm. but then you know we <laughs> fell in love with the pizza and we just ate way 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 too much i love that that's I what you're supposed to do i know did i give my favorite part of rise of the resistance no 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 we haven't hit there yet we was going oh, back yeah the, the first time i saw when the doors open and we had been in the ship i knew where we walked in and then the doors open and we all the stormtroopers were there and we were on another floor and I didn't remember my body moving is crazy. I remember that for the rest of my life, that first time seeing it. That was chills. intense. Mm -hmm. I took so many photos in that room and all of them are blurry because I was just like shaking in excitement. <laughs> that was Aww. such a fun, fun memory. <laughs> sure, I'll share those with you later. I think I've got 50 of them. Thank you, great, thank you. Just filming that episode with Vi coming up and all of us, Vi Marathi, yeah, yes. we all like got to join and help her. Oh yeah, that was... She stayed in character the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Everything she said was like, she was on Batu. I was like, okay girl, we'll stay in character. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Ashley, do you remember when you were on Rise for the first time and those doors opened into the hangar with the stormtroopers? Oh, it took my breath away for sure. But you know what really like freaked me out? I remember the first time is Adam Driver is so good as Kylo Ren. I do not like him. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, he scares me. I really don't like him, which is crazy because I hear Adam Driver is like the nicest guy. Yeah. But when Kylo's lightsaber comes down through yeah. the, the ceiling, yeah. freaked yeah. me out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So well done. Agreed. You guys, I'm realizing that I'm the only guest on right now that has not had a like experience with you guys. You made me sit in the sun <laughs> in the director's chair. That's an experience. And then you invited me to the Disney studio lot, which don't get me wrong, as a Disney fan is always a treat, but I'm there all the time. <laughs> So, Jeffrey, before you go, if there's any way to arrange for like, I don't know, I mean, some kind of podcast experience. It's happening now. You're in it. Right. Oh, so oh. We're not enough for you. I knew that your dream was to be on the show with Ashley and Yvette and potentially some other fabulous folk. It is a dream come true. I'm just bummed that I have only ever met and, and talked to Yvette via zoom <laughs> to this point. really yeah even at expo i really don't leave this box often i'm like a simulation i don't, I don't blame <laughs> you Gosh. don't blame me brett you would love yvette i have no doubt yvette i love every second that we get to just interact which hasn't been much but i feel like now through instagram i i, I you know, just get to follow all of your success and all of your travels. And I'm just your biggest fan and hype friend, but it's mutual. It's mutual. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. But I know Brett, you will be obsessed. So we have to make that happen. Let's do we'll it. We need happen. to come down to you in Florida and have an experience. Oh yeah. Yes. Ooh. I kind of think I was a Disney tour guide in a past life. And so <laughs> I promise I will provide the most amazing experience if you come. Guaranteed. Oh, do you two, Yvette and Ashley, have a favorite costume from all of the various masquerades that you have been a part of? It's hard for me. First of all, I want to say Ashley's costumes every year mm. are some of my favorite. Her Alice in Wonderland is still one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. So I want to give her those kudos for that. She and her wonderful designer. 
But the lady that seems to win every time we do it, the one that does like the mechanical, we've done it three or four times, but she's won, I think twice. She turns her whole body into Disney attractions. So oh. it'd be like the Haunted Mansion and you'll see the cars going around her body and you'll see Madame Leota and, and all of it. Like she's a beast. What do you think, Ash? Oh yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's kind of undeniable. She continues to up her game every single masquerade. And so, you know, just when we think it's like, how can she top that? And then she walks out with Dumbo, like the literal <laughs> Dumbo ride <laughs> as her dress. It's unbelievable. Wow. But I have a question. Who do you think is the harsher judge, me or Yvette? Ooh. I know. <laughs> I know. Who do you guys think though? I want to answer because I know the answer, but I'd love to hear what you guys think. So I think Ashley presents as sweet and kind and generous. And then she gets in that sort of like, oh, she got that critique in that was very on point. I'm like, ooh, and Yvette, like that is my opinion. I don't know. Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. I can't imagine either of you being so harsh you're both such sweethearts emit such a light such positivity so my answer is neither i'm literally laughing <laughs> oh. so hard i'm laughing so hard that i'm crying because i'm about to bust some people's dreams oh no <laughs> do you want to go brett who you think is tougher between the two of us before i answer this question i mean i only have my relationship with ashley to go off of and all i'm gonna say is check the tapes, or in this case, check the text messages that she sends me after judging. <laughs> and then you'll get some real insight. Let me tell you. No. Oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. You guys can't see this sweet little face of this little <laughs> angel. This sweet little angel with little blonde hair. She's a sweet little thing. If you see some of these scores, <laughs> her teeth, <laughs> she's and she will smile. God bless her, because she doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. She will smile and go, oh, that's lovely. And I'm, like, oh, <laughs> and I'm the idiot giving everybody fives. Like I mess up the score every time because I'm like, oh, well, the baby tried. Let me give her a five. Oh, look, Ashley has a 1.2 on her sheet. Oh, into the wow. <laughs> wow. She takes well, it seriously. She does. You know, the thing is, and Yvette and I just have the best time up there. We do. Actually, I love being a judge for the masquerade because we have so much fun. But the judging part is always so hard because truly if it were up to me, everyone would be winners. It would just be a showcase of people. But because we have to pick a winner, that's when my brain, because of her universe, I see all the construction, I see everything. So then my fashion designer hat gets put on and I'm like, those seams don't line up. <laughs> you know, you know, so, or like wow. those beads were not hand sewn, you know, or, or they didn't make their shoes. And, you know, so it's like, I can't help it, you know? So yes. But let me be fair. Let me be fair because what she just said is actually true. When it gets down to the nitty gritty of the judging, like everybody looks beautiful and wonderful. But when you get close, when you're talking about picking a winner, the ones that actually hand sewed their entire outfit and the seams are lined up and whatever, they deserve the five. I'm an idiot giving fives out the gate. And then when I really see a five, I'm like, I can't go any higher. So I do appreciate that she's literally looking and going, that's lovely, but compared to what I know is coming, that's a three. Yes, but I'm gonna defend you, Yvette, though. You are like the best judge and you really, you are 
judging so fairly and you're so good with all the designers. So we make a good team. <laughs> and while we were chatting, the amazing, the illustrious, the star of Broadway, one of our favorite Ursula's, and she played Catherine in Freaky Friday, the musical on Disney Channel and now on Disney Plus, the majestic Heidi Blickenstaff. Hey, welcome to the party. I wondered what you guys were talking about when I came in and I knew it was D23 judging. I knew it. <laughs> Heidi is no stranger to the expo. She's performed there. What was, do you remember what that was like? Oh, of course. I'll never forget it. It was absolutely amazing. We had the greatest time. I was there with a bunch of Disney on Broadway people doing a retrospective of a bunch of Disney on Broadway musicals. I mean, it was thousands of people. It was like 6,000 people. I couldn't believe it. And it was so, you know, of course, the best audiences in the world because they're all such diehard fans. But then we also got to walk around all of the areas. And there was a woman who had built an Ursula, specifically a Broadway Ursula costume down to like the most specific detail. I mean, more specific than my costume was on Broadway. Wow. And I was like, how did you know? Wow. Because I had all these trains and tentacles and, you know, all this crazy manipulation I had to do with this really challenging costume. And she had built the entire thing. And so <gasps> Wow. Well, for yeah. Ashley's sake, I hope those seams lined up. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> those seams lined up. Yeah, she was amazing. Those scenes did line up. Okay, I do have a question for the group. We always ask on the show, what is your favorite Disney memory? All of you have been asked this at least one time, maybe several times. I have a different question. What is your favorite Jeffrey Disney memory? Oh. Oh, gosh, that's hard. I'll go. I have one that I love so much. I mean, I have so many, like, you know, on the job stuff with Jeffrey. But one of my favorite things was when we were on, I'm not sure which ship it was, Jeffrey. The Wonder. It was The Wonder. Thank you. I knew you would remember. We went to Palo and had your favorite, the chicken parm. And I hadn't had the chicken parmesan at Palo yet. And you were like, you got to get the chicken parm. And I got the chicken parm. And that was just like, I was like, Jeffrey knows everything Disney inside and out. You must trust him when he says what to order at Paolo. And we just had like the greatest meal. I just like, you know, <laughs> like working with you, of course, is super fun, but hanging out with you as a human is even better. Agreed. I will throw it back at you very quickly. One work thing that we did that was my favorite because I got to share it with you was we had been joking the whole time before we went on this cruise that when we did the presentation, we wanted to come up on the lift on stage. And I had never done anything like that before. Heidi's a Broadway pro. She's done a lift before. But I was like, oh, and they let us crawl under the stage, get in these seats. And we came up. I was like so in heaven that I have no memory of it actually happening. <laughs> it was so much fun. And Heidi is also the kind of person who, when you don't get to go to Apollo brunch one day, will send you the cinnamon rolls from Apollo brunch to the wherever you are. Like, I think I got cinnamon rolls at the pool and I'm That's like, right. how did this happen? That's right. Just because I know how much you love them. And then you can't miss a chicken finger either. Uh, you, you know where all the good food is, Jeffrey. I can always count on you for that. It's true. I try. That's for sure. <laughs> I was going to actually piggyback off of that and say, Jeffrey, I know you and I have had so many like work interactions together, but one of my most fun memories of recently was when you actually let my husband, Bo, and I crash one of your visits that you had planned with Ashley. And we got to run around the parks with you for a day. And I was like, it's just fun to hang out. Like we've never actually just run around going on attractions together. So that was pretty fun. And I'm sure there was tons of food so much that I can't recall. That was a good day. 
And Ashley put on her tour guide hat. So <laughs> she really was a tour guide in another life. <laughs> well, throwback. Okay. So one of my favorite memories was watching where you had just started your role as the official voice of Mickey. And we were watching a parade together and it was your voice. And it was the first time you'd heard your voice come out in the parade, I think, if I'm remembering this correctly. And I was like so excited to be there for that moment. We were in the train <laughs> station, I think. To be there for that was like so cool and exciting. Oh, yeah, that was fun. And I do remember to piggyback off of that, it was the rededication of California Adventure. And there was a show called The Red Car Trolley Show or something. And Newsboys came out and sang and danced. And Mickey oh. comes out and, and joins. And you and I were watching together at that point, yes. too. Mickey comes out and he starts singing along. And Jeffrey stops dead in his tracks, turns to me and goes, you sing too? <laughs> <laughs> it's a requirement, Jeffrey, yes. You do it very well. And <laughs> and we'll get to other answers, but I did not want to let another moment go by before we welcomed our next guest, Disney legend, the original voice of the animated Mulan, star of Marvel's <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and now star of The Mandalorian and Book of Boba Woo! Fett, the amazing Ming-Na Wen. Woo! Hi, Ashley. Hi, Yvette. Hi, Pumpkin. Hi. Well, you just joined where everyone is sharing their favorite Disney Jeffrey memory. I don't have any. (laughs) (laughs) That's when you say there's just too many to choose. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'll jump in, Mingna, while you're thinking about it, because we've had a couple minutes to think about it. I don't know, Jeffrey, we have a lot. And I think the one thing I really appreciate is that Jeffrey loves Disney. Well, like we all do, but, you know, we all have the privilege to get to work for Disney and with Disney and, and have all these cool experiences. But then we also love to just hang out there in our free time. So Jeffrey and I got to do a lot of cool stuff that was technically work. We got to go roller skating for like, you know, disco night for D23. And I mean, one of my favorite memories is the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World when like just a small group of people, we got to watch the fireworks for the first time. But I think my favorite is that after work is done, we would go back to Disney and just have fun in our free time, laughing, riding the rides, eating all the good food. And, you know, what I love is that you were able to like take your work hat off and then put your guest fan hat on and just, we could experience the magic together. And one of those nights we got to watch you, Heidi, perform. And I remember I was having the worst day that day, like the absolute worst day. It was just a bad day. And Jeffrey, I tried to cancel. I don't know if you remember, Jeffrey, I tried to cancel and you wouldn't let me, but you made me, you're like, come anyway. And I had the best time. It was good for the soul and good for my mental health. And a lot of my fun, fond memories were hanging out at Disney with you. I really appreciate for me, one of the most fun things, because you obviously live in Orlando, is when we get to do things that you haven't done, or like when we went to the top of the world lounge right after it had been redone into the villains theme, and we got to see that together. And I love like your excitement as a fan is so, I mean, I think I've seen this with pretty much everyone, but you live there, which is even more amazing it's so honest and authentic. And like when your eyes get wide and your smile is beaming, getting to do something sort of cool and different. I love that. Also, I feel like it's the rarest thing in the world to find something that you have not actually done (laughs) at a Disney theme park. 
<laughs> I'll jump in with my Jeffrey story. I mine is a twofer. Like one, I agree with Heidi that getting to break bread with you and just have you to myself and just get to talk to you and catch up as your friend is great. And we've done that at Disney restaurants. So I'm happy to have that memory. But also just doing the D23 magazine with you. And then we just ran through the parks and I'm changing shirts behind trees and we're snapping pictures and I'm going to go with that memory. That was such a crazy fun day because I remember everyone, you know, and Disney likes to plan things and you like want to leave a lot of time and mm -hmm. they'd left like a lot of time and you were like, oh no, we can get this done in like, like 10 minutes. And it was like, we'd had like two hours of time and we had done like four different setups, three different costumes in like 32 minutes. It was yes. unbelievable. I'm just so lucky that I really got to know you and it applies to the entertainment industry. So it's not as Disney, but from the motion picture and television fund, mm -hmm. that's how Yvette and I got to become friends. And getting to work with you on all of those incredible opportunities to really help the entertainment community has been a blessing. So wonderful. So you're wonderful. great over there as our chair, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you for putting in the effort because I wouldn't have the patience for it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I would end up being canceled. So thank you for your patience. Uh, all right. Ming, do you have a favorite Jeffrey Disney memory? I mean, I think for me, it's always a feeling like I could never be an athlete because, you know, when I see these athletes, I talk about, oh, yes, back in 1975, when I did this one, you know, thing where I threw to so and so and <laughs> there's no way for me, it's always about just a feeling. And with you, it's safety, it's friendship, it's encouragement and fun. Those are the things that I love about you, you know? I mean, I don't know how many times I think I've asked you about what D23 was. <laughs> <laughs> that said, you've got it now. you got it under your yes, belt. Yes, now I understand what it is. You're just always so patient about it. And we always have so much fun and good time and you keep all the secrets, <laughs> you know, when we're stressed, because you know how much I don't like doing publicity or don't like, but I know it's part of my job. And the takeaway with all this is just, you know, loving you and your friendship. It's the most valuable thing. Yeah. I remember, I think it was the first time we met, which was when, as I call him, Marvel Jeffrey, Jeffrey Colo, who you know, and who Yvette knows, because he is a motion picture television fund next gen board with us. He introduced us because I was interviewing you for S.H.I.E.L.D. for D23, and I interviewed you on set. And first, I was so nervous because I don't think I'd met you and obviously legend. And being on the set of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is one of my favorite shows, it was so overwhelming. And you were just so kind and generous. I never would have known you didn't like doing publicity because you were just so easygoing and chill about it all. Yeah. But it's a good act. <laughs> Did you know the conversation we had last night? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. About another ceremony that's coming. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. It's been announced that this ceremony is happening, just not when, but for those yeah. who don't know, Ming is going to be honored on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Woo! Oh, that's amazing. That perfect. That cool. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, pretty insane. That's amazing. I've been hating every minute of the preparation <laughs> for it. <laughs> because, uh, you know, it's like, I don't want all that, like, it's a character that's great, you know? Can I say this, please? Can you please let people love on you? 
please. As much as you love on everyone else and as much as you give to everyone else, you are one of the kindest, most loving people in this industry, one of the most welcoming people in this industry. And this moment that you're in right now is our chance to celebrate you. Okay. So I know you don't like it, you're covering your little face, you don't like it, but let us do that because that's our offering. Let us pour oh, back into you the way you pour into everybody else. Thank you. Can you t say that to my mom? I'm taking yes. care of now because she thanks everybody else but me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a club thing. It's a very good club thing. I'm so happy for you. You deserve this. Thank you. So well deserved. Well, something not everyone may know, and this is just going to help me with the transition, is that Ming started her career on a soap opera, not unlike our last and final guest who has joined the show, who I met when he had just joined a soap opera many <laughs> years ago in our youth, the fabulous, the talented star of Station 19 and Grey's Anatomy, Jason George. So, how's everybody doing? Ming Na, congratulations. Thank you so much. I can't tell you what Mulan means in our house. Oh, that, now yeah. that's going to make me cry, too. That and also Clark Gregg is a good friend, so Agents okay. of S.H.I.E.L.D. A few years ago, my kids came to set with me when I was shooting on a show called Mistresses, and we were shooting that at Culver City Studios. Uh -huh. We were bored to tears, we're over it, and Clark and I ran into each other, so I walked him over to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. set, and you guys had like some major action sequence. Clark had two guns, one in each hand, my kids were in heaven. They were done with me, and they became Clark's kids for the day. Meanwhile, Clark's daughter was there. And bored to death. No. <laughs> bored to death, and she came to the mistress's set with me and was ecstatic. So <laughs> your projects have loomed large in the George household for many a year. And uh -huh. by the way, you look exactly the same as Joy Luck Club. Oh, no, thank you. I don't know what you're doing, but <laughs> God bless your chef in the hyperbolic chamber you sleep in. <laughs> I mean, Jason, I could say the same about you. We did meet in 97, January of 97, I think it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's when the show premiered. And it hit it off immediately because, I mean, now you know if you did a soap. The soap world is intense. Oh, yeah. Is is an intense yeah. fandom. 25 pages a day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> pages a day it's crazy yeah, what, what everybody else takes eight to ten days to shoot you're doing yeah. in eight to ten hours and you shotgun through it the fans are the best fans in the world but they're like intense and the journalists are the same and then i met jeffrey and i was like oh thank god oh thank god <laughs> and he me my wife she adored him and he, he was one of the people that brought some sanity to it so she was like okay hollywood maybe does make sense maybe there are <laughs> good people here and maybe this will be okay yeah Oh, those are crazy days, crazy yeah. days in our youth. Very young. <laughs> we were 15. Anyway. Um... Sure, let's go with that. Let's go with that. I've got all of you here. And Heidi, did you meet Ashley when we came to your show? I believe you didn't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Sadly, no. But I'm happy to meet everybody now. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Because I just think of all of you as being such incredible talents. And also, I mean, I guess with the exception of Jason, you've all been to D23 Expo a few times. I mean, now granted, Ming was just there to be honored as a Disney legend. <laughs> like, was um, I at D23 Expo? <laughs> you're still not quite sure what D23 is, Jeffrey, remember? Give her a minute. <laughs> you were there, though. You were there. Jeffrey. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Heidi is someone who, as a Broadway kid who loves anything musical, I like was such a fanboy over the first time that I met you. I had to actually meet her in advance of interviewing her on stage for a Paley event because I was 
nervous that I would like be like fumbling over all of my words and you had a cast you had a boot on when I met you I did. that definitely leveled the playing field I felt a lot less nervous sure. with you in a boot <laughs> that, that's it nice couldn't run away too fast from you huh exactly exactly <laughs> but I remember Jeffrey I loved every second with you because that whole when we were gearing up to do press for Freaky Friday because I come from the New York theater world and even though I had done a Disney show on Broadway I had done Little Mermaid Disney Channel is a different beast than all the other Disney arms. And I remember when you and I did that introduction, I was like, oh, thank God. I felt like you're going to take care of me, much like all of you are expressing. I actually just was on the Disney Wonder for a few days, and I ended up doing trivia in that place. And I looked and I was like, oh, my gosh, that is the table where Heidi and me and a few other folk kicked total butt at Broadway Trivia, which if we had not won that... <laughs> Broadway trivia. We honestly would they would have debarked us from the ship. They would have just been like, We're sorry. You must that go. was a fun night. And don't mess with me and you and trivia. That was like <laughs> we are ferocious. That was so fun. We like cleaned up that night. That was good. We did. We did. Oh. All right. What Disney things are you all looking forward to that are coming in the future? Shows, attractions, movies. I can't wait to see Ming Na continue to kick butt on all of her shows. Mm. <laughs> Got at least two right now. Maybe there's more coming, but I adore you. And I just, everything that you do, I just- We I, need to work on something together. Listen, I would love to, but everything you do is action and mother is sedentary. So it's hard. <laughs> you are a character in the Star Wars universe. You could play your live action doppelganger, could, They need to bring L Lieutenant Valeria into the real world. That would be fun. And I think it would fit right into the Mandalorian timeframe too, if I remember correctly. I think it's around the time. Yeah. I would love to see the two of you together. Absolutely love to see the two of you together. That would be like my favorite thing. Yes, this is the collab crossover event that we have all been waiting for. Come on, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, you have, you know, you have to come up with some idea for all of us. Write us a script, Jeffrey. You know us well, you know our strengths. It's like a buddy cop movie. Oh, a buddy cop. It's like a buddy cop movie. It's like leave the weapon button space. <laughs> uh, and Vet will keep saying, I'm getting too old for this crap. <laughs> we'll go out and kick the crap out of the bad guys and chase them through like a bunch of blocks. And then when they round the corner, there's a vet already waiting with a gun pointed and they stop. And yes, it sells itself. It sells. It off, right? Except for it's in space. Yeah, it's in right, space. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. I see it now that we're, we're on a, a ship. Maybe it has a nice lounge with a, a very classy lounge singer, uh -huh. perhaps. Hey. Yes, hey. perhaps. Brett is super jealous of Heidi's, you know, taking the spotlight. There you go. We got it. Ooh. But he also, Ooh. you know, really like has a secret crush on her. Yes. Jason George is the love interest. We have a- And the pilot, title. I think, of a ship. And the pilot? Think, okay. I think he's a pilot of a ship. Got it. Maybe got it. he's got a special power. Maybe- he can melt ice cubes by looking at them. Nice. That's, you know, okay. faster than they might normally melt. I don't know what you do with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, yes, and. He's no good in the bar. Every time somebody's like on the rocks, it's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> but whatever trouble, and then Ashley comes in and saves the day. Always. Oh. Always. I feel like I'm just there to tell the corporate line to keep everybody like, now remember everybody, we gotta stay on brand, all right? <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, Mickey was here. That's so nice. I can't oh. close my mind. 
totally blows my mind. I do think it'd be very interesting if some of your iconic characters all came together in one. I mean, to have Lieutenant Valeria, Mulan, May, any of the myriad main characters, Mickey, Ahsoka, and Ursula, and Ben from Grey's and Station 19, all together in like one scene. Oh, yes. Look, I'm so excited for everything that's coming for all of you, whether that be with Disney or not. I'm just so happy. And, and Jason, your show's renewed for next year. So we were talking about MPTF, the Motion Picture and Television Fund before, mm-hmm. and that's how Yvette and I know each other. And also Jason was kind enough to join the Next Gen Board in the past year so. That's been awesome to get to work with you in a new way that we've never done before. That was very cool. And knowing what a giving person you are and how you put people at ease, which is why you are so good at what you do, seeing you actually officially charged with taking care of people and helping people take care of people with MPTF was a very cool thing. I will say I am looking forward to seeing all of the stuff that you all continue to do. It's always fun to walk into one of the Disney boutiques and see designed by Ashley Eckstein or designed by Brett Iwin. That is amazing. And I mean, really Ming, like every, every time you're in a show or lend your voice to a a role, it's just always amazing. And what Disney does is just so incredible. I mean, it brought us all together and I got a chance to see a little sneak peek of wish. And that is beautiful and breathtaking and i can't wait for elemental i can't wait for tiana's bayou adventure at the parks there's just so much incredible stuff that's coming that it'll be fun to get to experience as a fan that's how i experienced disney for the first years of my life before i came (laughs) here and then get to do it as a fan hopefully with all you too absolutely consider it a date the other thing that i was going to mention that was so funny about doing rise of the resistance episode bringing it back to that was you clinging so tightly to my arm that there was a bruise. I regret nothing. <laughs> it was Because it's very intense that I first time you do it. I was very scared. Kylo Ren is scary. So that's scary. Yep, I agree. Yeah. Do you scream? I got to say, I am so loud on roller coasters. <laughs> Definitely a coaster screamer will scream your ear off. You have been warned. <laughs> oh, am I a screamer? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. It's bad. Uh, I believe in letting my emotions out, Ming. Now, I believe in letting people know how I feel. Right. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah, it keeps you young. Keeps you Absolutely. Healthy. Absolutely. There oh, were some my. definite screams. I have video of the Slinky Dog Dash with Ashley and Brett. There were some screams. They may um, not have been like screams of terror. They might have been screams of glee, but I think we did slow motion. It's very... There's <laughs> some slow motion screaming. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I scream best in slow motion. Yes, you do. <laughs> no one looks better screaming in slow motion than you, Jeffrey. Oh, Brad, you say that, but I think you and Bo looked pretty awesome. <laughs> Jason, are you a theme park ride screamer? Yeah, we were at Disneyland just like two weekends ago with eight 15-year-olds. My twins just turned 15. Wow. Um, you mentioned you know, Tayana's ride coming up. Splash Mountain is going away. We made sure to get on Splash Mountain and, you know, ride that for the last time when i scream it's usually to make fun of my family and friends that are screaming it's my mocking scream that's your story <laughs> and you're sticking to it yeah yeah. Cool. yeah 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 we'll we'll ask uh, we'll sure. yeah we'll call van and see if that's actually that's right. accurate that's right. right i just scream to mock the others i'm just screaming to mock others. <laughs> It's my tough guy speech. That's my yeah absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yesterday you informed me that bob bob gurr yeah a 92, and talk about someone young at heart. Once the music started, 
he got up in his red kicks and red jacket and just started heating up that floor. (laughs) (laughs) It was remarkable, you know? So I'm hoping that since we all worked for Disney, that that youthful, childlike exuberance hits us at 92. Yes. Amen. I was blown away by his just wonderful energy and personality. Uh, I was at the same party last night, Ming. I didn't get a chance to say hi before we left, but I went up to Bob because my husband wanted to go home at 1130. And I went to Bob. I was like, so sorry, Bob. I got to get this old man to sleep. (laughs) Bye. You know, your point, 92. And he's like, he's like, I got to be up at 545 tomorrow to get my camper smogged. What's his excuse? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But yes, may we all be so youthful. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Amen to that. You guys have all been so incredibly generous with your time. And I can't thank you enough for joining us here today. This is wonderful to see you all in these adorable little boxes. And I look forward to getting to see you all in person again real soon, as someone might say. We love you. Yes. Thank you, Jeffrey. Who is your cue, Brett? Is that my cue? Sorry. Well, so long, pal. We'll see you real soon. (laughs) I don't care how old I am. That's never not cool. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Wow. What a party. Thank you. Love you guys. Thank you. Much love. Okay, I I hope you will indulge me for a moment. I will talk quickly, but I did want to thank some people. First, big thank you to the Inside Disney podcast crew. Bruce and Paul, you, you may be behind the scenes, but your terrific work is on display for all to see. Courtney... As a co-host, you may be new, but as a friend, we go way back, and I'm so grateful to have been able to work with you and Sherry. From day one, there are not enough words. Ah, I love you. You are amazing. Thank you, Jeffrey. Shout out to the past co-hosts, Candice, Tony, and Zynga. And of course, thank you to the incredible guests we've had and my incredible friends, Yvette, Brett, Ashley, Heidi, Ming, and Jason for joining today. Huge thank you to the D23 team led by Michael Vargo, to Michael, Assad, Lyle, Mitch, Nan, and the amazing people at D23. I am so excited to see what you have in store for fans. Becky, Joanna, the Walt Disney Archives. It has been fantastic working with all of you and your remarkable exhibits. And David Jefferson, you've been an ideal communications leader. And taking it back, Stephen Clark and Zen Yamuka, thank you for bringing me into Disney and taking a chance on me. I am so grateful. To all my wonderful friends and colleagues at Disney, thank you for your support, kindness, and generosity over the past years. The work you do is inspirational. Saving the most important for last, the fans. I'm so honored to have been a part of Inside Disney, Disney Geek, D23, and so much more these past 14 years because I've gotten to meet and know so many of you. Thank you for listening, posting, writing. Without you... Well, it would just be Sherry and my mom listening to the podcast each week. (laughs) I am and will remain a big Disney fan, and I will be there right alongside all of you as Disney continues to tell beautiful stories. Thanks. Thank you, Jeffrey. Thank you. It doesn't feel like enough for everything that you've brought, not just to this podcast and to our fans and everything else, but you have 
changed my life. That sounds really dramatic, but it's true. You have like, you are the epitome of magic. When people talk about, think about, make movies about, write songs about Disney magic, that is you. And you bring that to every single thing you do every single day. And that is apparent in every word you've said on this podcast. So thank you for being you know what? If I could induct my own Sherry's Hall of Disney Legends, you would be at the top. <laughs> oh, so... can we start that? Yes. <laughs> I'll make my own little I'll make my own little statue. I, it's unofficial, but it's official to me. <laughs> so thank you, Jeffrey. Thanks, Sherry. And thank you all again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out d23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all-new episode of D23. Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.